Speakeasy, just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. Somebody please. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. And we're the 15 side. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And we're the 24 side. And our special guest... Mike Gardner. And who's I'm also the 24 side. Yeah, we're... Uh, Dwayne, yeah. we're we're outnumbered once again. We're you're, still better. We got to get a little be, chief here, I guess. <laughs> I got a little chief. You'd be yeah. outnumbered if one of us was here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. It starts early. Yeah. Early, early. So welcome to the Rusted Nail. Shh speakeasy a little speakeasy outside of brookville indiana where we record our podcast and phil from texas just walked down with a drink with an umbrella in it <laughs> oh my god it looks like a foo-foo drink what island are you on brother uh he's on island time he's on island time he was talking about the keys this morning so maybe yes, he's, he just, was. he's reminiscing yeah. i'm thinking so, he's an experiment what is what is the drink Jungle Bird. Jungle Bird. You're going to get samples after a while. Awesome. I, believe. I was going to say, you only brought yeah. enough for one. No, he's uh, and he's done some prep on it. So yeah. oh. he's he was on a mission. So here, our mission was, I had to go get some uh, to, uh, Tostillo scoops things, you know, for the dip. Right. So he goes, I'll ride with you. I need some limes. So we go to a particular store. The limes are like $1.70 a piece. And we both know, because we buy a lot of limes, that there's a store right next to it where you can get like 10 of them for that price owned by the same person <laughs> owned by the same person right? <laughs> yeah. so i just i and you could drive through one parking lot to the other so we do that and he hops out and runs in comes out with his limes and a pineapple oh no he goes i know what i'm making tonight because awesome. i said are you gonna mix something special right? and he wasn't sure he goes now we got to stop at Tebby's. <laughs> so they were excited going in. Yeah, so we pull. This is no. It's kind of funny. You know, we get there, we pull in, and then we pull on the side street there. And for everybody that doesn't know, we got a ton of snow and ice this weekend. In fact, we originally had planned to go to French Lick, Indiana, and that was canceled. So instead, we uh, went through snow and ice again. I guess. Again. Yeah. So. That side street's packed full of snow and ice. And so I pulled up there. I said, what do you think? He goes, we'll try. <laughs> but it was enough loose stuff that you could get in the store. So we get in the store, and as soon as we walk in, the phone rings. And I hear the two guys talking about I can't hear what they're doing. We're, we're in there a little bit. We're looking at some different bourbons. And I, I picked one out that we're going to taste tonight. And, and he's looking at – he wants a dark rum. So we're looking at what's available rum-wise. Yeah. Guys go, the guys up front, hey, can we help you with anything? Oh, no, we pretty much got it. But we do need some, he wanted some stir straws. He goes, where's the stir straws? He goes, never mind. They're right here in front of me. So we go to check out, and a guy goes, the one guy tells the guy checking me out, hey, did you give him the discount? I'm like, what in the heck? <laughs> then I put two and two together who the phone call was from. So I told Levi, I said, I bet they were driving by and saw us. <laughs> Big Brother's watching. Well, that's, I thought that at first. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You guys got security cameras camera. in here I need to know about? 
or the tracker on your truck yeah <laughs> but but it was much appreciated thank, thank you. you you're welcome like we said we were supposed to be in french lick uh originally we were interviewing alan bishop from the spirits of french lick there was a couple things that happened uh he had some things going on and at the same time we got smacked with the snow and ice and we wouldn't have made it anyway so we got smacked i guess thursday it started started yeah, thursday, thursday into nasty. friday in fact my company closed down both days um and i think yours closed down thursday yeah we closed down thursday and opened up late later in the morning on friday to give the services time to try to get roads open and yeah and, and dwayne did your company shut down my boss my <laughs> boss told me get your ass up and go to work <laughs> and i went what the heck i'm gonna sleep nope get up go to work so. and i know ruben went to work because i checked his weather report out <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm a, a essential requirement there have to be there you're essential worker <laughs> so mike did you end up going into the city on thursday i did did they you? actually shut it down at, at uh, 10 o'clock yeah first time ever yeah so i was shocked well, i heard rumpke closed well i know uh batesville batesville, batesville Hill they first the guy was in there said first time he'd been there 43 years and they yeah. closed so the original forecast was at like yeah was hill 14 rum. to 18 yeah. inches of snow over yeah. top of ice they, which yeah. would have been crazy they missed this one again big this well, was really well, I, the ice I was don't bad know. the ice, was, ice bad. was bad i mean for a guy that has to go like a half a mile to work <laughs> right right you know, yeah. but it's so bad you wanted to well I, so here you know, could could. take the from his house to work yeah, so here's, the, here's the thing so it was it was raining 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 yeah. right up until it got so cold it turned to ice so they right. couldn't pre-treat anything right, right. Yeah. and so the ice was just going to manifest you know it had freezing rain and then sleet and actually i think we hit about two inches actually of we're, sleet. we're yeah, probably yeah. It was lucky nasty. that the freezing rain what it was because otherwise we would have had a lot of well i was concerned that i was going to lose some limbs in the maple right. i just yeah. run all my taps tapped everything yeah on monday and i thought for sure here yep. it comes because i'd yep. lost my entire main line uh this fall with the storm well and for a lot of people you know concerns for power outages yeah is a big, yeah big, right big, yeah, we made sure so our little generator was up yeah, and I don't, running. And I don't think uh, – I never heard really of anything about any power outage. No. At least not here. No. Around so, here, I think everybody got lucky. There so, was some Cincinnati did. So but. our uh, friend Ryan Ryan from Texas, you heard anything from him? Because yeah. they're froze over down there right now. Yeah, I call, I messaged him right away, and he said they lost power for about an hour, and it came back on and went back off, and it's back on. But, you know, he's – He's pretty resilient, and uh, he's in an apartment. But what he was telling me is, there's people down there with, you know, the four hundred to seven hundred thousand dollar houses. Last year, you got hit. Okay, that was a freak thing. He goes, but now he goes, I don't feel sorry for you. Now you had a year to prepare. Right. If you have that type of house and you don't have a whole house generator to yeah. to back yourself up, shame on you. Which I agree with. And you know, Jeff, he's got one. I've got one ordered for my house, one for my shop. My mom's gonna have one. I have a whole house on mine now, and you know, we got REMC locally here. Yeah of a heck of a deal for local consumers so if you didn't take a hold of it so you know some of us don't have remc well those of us that true. do it's a heck of a deal i don't have the rmc i just put in my own but uh, but i could tell you i watched a lot of people panic tuesday and wednesday well and you yeah, know a lot of people did speaking of the backup generators same right same deal lady lives about a mile up the road stopped by the other day to buy to get some honey she stops yep. by every so often and get some honey and Saw our generator sitting out there, yeah. and she said it's the best thing she ever did. You right. Know? So she's, sure. She was, I mean, she's in her 70s. That's a huge piece you know, of mind. So I can yeah. Tell she's real happy. Yeah. Well, my so. mom's in her 80s now, and she was freaking out and worried about, you know, this storm coming. Is her electric going to go out because her right. sump pump goes out then in the basement with all that rain? Yep. You know, she's all worried about it. Well, come spring, because that's when our waiting, the waiting list, we booked it about a month and a half, two months ago. 
they're booked until spring get them installed so come next spring though she'll never know when the electric goes out anymore right because as soon as it's off that generator's on before you know it Right. And you're just going about normal. She, you know, she'll never realize right. it. And then for yeah. for the family, that's peace of mind for us too. That right. that's one less thing to worry about. Right. Sure. Yes, good sir. deal. Good deal. So we're all safe and sound. I'm done digging good. ice. Yeah. I haven't been with you I guys for so. a few weeks. I sort of miss you. I know we missed you. <laughs> I come around. Jeff's got a beard now. You know. <laughs> like well, my hair's still all here. He's still got his hair. <laughs> of course, you just picked it all, put it on every day. Like <laughs> so I uh, we will say you missed a fun time. I, with, a, oh, yeah. with a friend I, Stephen Fonte, I tell you, it sounded like a good time. It was a great podcast, and so we uh, we also went out to dinner with him. Great. It was a blast. We're, we're working on a second trip, so you got to come along next time. You got to figure out yeah. a way to call it. <laughs> you can post <laughs> post being sick, or just be sick. That yeah, night. there. I and then just to listeners know i i just work at a job where it requires me to work a saturday and do what i do for business so uh it, so we're thinking about getting your boss on here and straightening that <laughs> yeah, out. Have to straighten that out yeah yeah he might straighten me out completely <laughs> at least for podcast weekends we'll get him off those well maybe if we invite him to go along go with us with you. There, there you go there you go there's always yeah. a it's work study right yeah exactly <laughs> work study it's training. training we're gonna do yeah. some training on that it'd be That's more right. like babysitting well, yeah. well, now I'm, we're trying to help you out here. Yeah. It's going the wrong way now. So before we cranked the podcast up, we, we just got done eating, and we're talking about the good old days when we were young kids, and we had snow and the stuff we did outside. Yeah, man, it was fun times. Uh, and you don't see so much of that. Now, kids, you know, when we got school days off, it was all about going outside, sled riding, throwing snowballs, making Trekking, snow forts trekking around the woods yeah and nowadays it's about kids getting off to play video games or whatever but yeah. man oh, yeah. the, the good old days was, was great times well i know that's why we were talking i mean we'd disappear for a day that, you know because between my cousins and my neighbor and us there was probably six seven of us all of snow sled riding age so if there was a snow day and there was yep. snow we were gone we'd be down in the woods we'd start a fire so if you got yep. cold or wet you dry your gloves out and and this was eat breakfast round and you didn't get you didn't get on the internet or text each other you'd call each other's house hey we're meeting oh, yeah. to go down and then you yep. disappear now, for the day for the listeners what age was oh that? i was probably nine ten my brothers were ten eleven years old right so this was probably nine ten to fifteen sixteen so year old nine ten year old out all day building Gone. fires oh yeah surviving in the cold having a blast all day till dark Oh yeah, or till yeah, you we got were, so hungry, you got, yeah, or we were, so cold. Oh, your toes got so cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we were talking. You know, we were talking about that. We didn't have all the yeah. all the weather gear that they've got now. Oh, we were yeah. talking about. You know, we used bread bags uh, yes. for waterproofing our our feet. So it was like two pairs of socks and a couple bread bags. That's right. And what I said was. Wet boots because I was wearing Converse tennis shoes. That's right. That's yeah. what we used. Yeah. There was times, yeah. If you had boots, you were a witch kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, to imagine today, and, I, and that's what I talk, we used to throw our kids out of the house. You know, if it wasn't dangerous cold and there'd be snow yeah. days off, we'd pack and we'd be like, all right, get dressed. Like, what are we doing? You're going outside. Well, we don't have nothing to do. Oh, you're going to find something to do. And you'd throw them out, you'd get them outside and, you know, and just kind of get them busy. And then all of a sudden, Two hours later, where the heck are the kids at? And they'd be down in the woods. Same thing yeah. with us. They'd go down there, find sticks, just play, and just and you know, have a good blizzard, old time. The blizzard of 78 was one of my fondest memories oh, of my childhood. Don't you remember that? <laughs> we had I so really much did. fun around here. Well, we, you know, 
we were out of school for over a month. Oh, yeah. that's great. At least we, we, yeah. we were out for so long, went back for like two days. Two days. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we're yeah, out again. again. I'll never forget. We used to, we were we had like nine foot drifts in our backyard, yeah. which was now it's a subdivision. But we went back in there and we were digging tunnels and then we'd dig an igloo out and carry all the snow. I mean, we worked for days. Yeah. We'd right. bucket the snow, carry it out. I'll never forget, I'm probably 15, 20 feet into the snow shoveling the tunnel <laughs> to get to the, where we're going to build the next igloo. And I hit a shovelful and a sparrow flew out the tunnel. It got trapped in the snow but was still alive, waiting, I guess, for somebody to, <laughs> to shovel it out. But I hit that and out the tunnel it went right behind me. I flew down. My brother drive down, you know, dropped down to keep from getting hit with a sparrow, but I'll never forget that. Well, We yeah. saved a sparrow. That Fun day. times. Go. My parents worked in Cincinnati, and I remember them coming home. They were forecasting this big storm. Yeah. And we had some livestock. We had you know, several head of cattle and that kind of stuff so we fed them extra and my oldest sister and her husband lived in western hills in cincinnati so we basically moved there so my mom and dad would be able to get back and forth to work you know as soon as they could right right and uh there was no stay and don't work from home no, no. pretty much no. yeah so and you know so we pretty much stayed up there well my cousins lived four streets away so really my brother and i pretty much spent that time there right and I mean, all these up in Western Hills, they got all these sunken driveways in the garages yes. and stuff like that. I mean, we were making a killing digging out driveways that were dr- flat drifted over, right? And uh, and shoveling sidewalks. I mean, we were we were making like five bucks an hour. I mean, we were like right. rolling it, and then we'd go down to the Western. Back Bowl. in the twenties, that's a lot of money. <laughs> 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 yeah, we we go down. He laid it out. It just we go down to the Western Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Freaking Dock blow, all day. Blow, that between that and Pizza Hut, down there, <laughs> freaking blow blow every bit of that. And then you know we had to come home uh, a few days you know after they finally dug the you know we could come right. on one through oh, the yeah. dips. It was like ten feet high drifts yeah. right? they had cut through. Yeah, so it was yeah. like this wall. And uh, you'd come home and feed the cows again. Yeah, and then we. I remember well, when we did go back to school, the snow on the side of the roads was high as the windows on the bus. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they, they bulldozed the roads yeah. open. Yeah. yeah. Well, Eddie, B- Eddie Bischoff was a farmer in no relation, but he had a he was one of the first – I mean, he was the first big farmer around here, and he had a four-wheel drive articulating yeah. tractor, and he had bought a V-plow for it. Well, the county, everybody was calling him to try to open roads because yeah. he was the only thing that could get through. Yeah. And I think his – I think that tractor ran for – I don't know how many hundred hours straight he would just change drivers. They'd refuel and just change drivers wow. and just keep plowing, trying to open roads wherever they could. But so th- there was a road grader actually got off the road right down, I mean, an eighth of a mile from our house. Yeah, couldn't get out. Yeah, I mean that's how bad it was. And to top it all off, our se- septic system went out. Oh. There was issues with it. My dad had had gotten prices and we were yeah. going to do it in the spring. Went flat. Gave oh out. man! So uh, the excavator who did it was Tidwell, Jim Tidwell, yeah. who who lived in Logan as well. So he bring the bulldozer down the road to open the road up so he get there and push all this snow off. So in the back of our property, we, we had like three and a half acres there. In the back, literally, there was a mound as far as I could see, tall as snow. So I'll never forget. On July fourth, I went back to where that mound was. Got some grass and stuff off of it, and there was still snow on the no, ground. No kidding! Yeah. Wow, that's so that's a bunch of snow. Right? That, yeah. Well, lot. you got to figure. There's five, six feet of snow. Oh yeah, and then pile it. Then you pushed it. Well, they took because I had put a leach bed in, yeah. so all that got right. 
And well, you pa- remember out of Cincinnati, they were plowing it and throwing, dumping it in the river. River, could, yeah. No place to go with it. Yeah, you had nowhere. I mean, it, it was – people don't realize. It was – that was probably the worst it's ever been. So that was, that was 77, 78? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Uh, it was, I think that was in December, right? It was, it was right, right after, after Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Because we had Christmas break and then the snow hit. Yeah. So then it was, uh, I think, January of 79, the big freeze. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Could Ohio, actually drive Ohio, across the, the river. river. Yeah, that's yeah. when the Brookville Lake froze and they were driving they, Jeeps on the lake. driving yeah. Yeah. trucks on the lake. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's when they drove across the Ohio River, too. Right. right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Until they brought the icebreakers through. You know, I think about that now. And, you know, we meager lifestyles and stuff. Can you imagine today? Oh. I mean, you've seen the panic that we saw this time. What it would do if these people got people can't drive when it rains. Well, and they, you know, well, well, the other thing is they're not, they're not prepared because you think about it. Back Ment- in, mentally, yeah, but well, look. but no, just to survive food wise, right? Because back when we're in the seventies, when we all got we my mom, well, yeah, mom went can't. to the basement. We we lived. We, she didn't go to the store, right? You yes, you ran out of milk. You will survive. I'm here. We ran out of milk, <laughs> but but I'll tell you what, you didn't drink it. Mom yeah. said, no, nope, this is. You know, you kind of start rationing. This is all we've got until we can get to the store. That's right. So, but there's plenty of food in the can. Yeah. Yeah. Canned food. Yeah. You had yeah. food in the freezer. You know, right. you bought a beef or whatever. So everybody survived because they were prepared naturally. It's just what you did. Right. Now today, if they don't have, if you go over two, three days, people are out of food. It's chaos. Yeah. Well, like I said, I went to one of the stores today. Bread shelves. Oh, bare. No kidding. So Levi, I said, look at this, Levi. It's, I mean, wow. at the most, you're going to be out of pocket for two days. Two days right. at the most. Right. At the most. Worst case scenario. You know, the other thing, back then, traveling on the roads, there were very, very few four-wheel drive vehicles. That's right. Very That's few. Right. right. Okay? And rear-wheel drive then. That's right. They were all rule. Yeah, there was there's had, maybe the Ford Tornado was out there as front-wheel drive. <laughs> that was about it. And it sucked. Had studded <laughs> snow tires. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, right. Or yeah. we, Dad put chain, had, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. had chains on it. Chains then. So nowadays, almost everybody either has an right. all-wheel drive, full-wheel drive. Or front-wheel drive. Or front-wheel right. drive. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and driving's worse. Yeah. It's horrible. Well, I, I towed for... I just the last year after our record got stolen, I haven't towed, but before that, and as I started towing, it was all rear wheel drive, and we were real busy. Well, then as front wheel drives took over, we got less busy. Then as all wheel drive and four wheel drive became more predominant, right. we got busy again. And it's because everybody thinks they can drive they th- right. miles an hour. Right. Yeah. They think they're it's invincible. Stopping's the problem. <laughs> well, the four wheel yeah. drive on ice doesn't do you any good. Yeah. Right. You know, right. so people got invincible. But yeah, I could I could tell the pattern of what cars were and it was funny. I mean, with front wheel drives for probably four or five years, we very rarely pulled anybody right. out. Right. You know, once the rear wheel drives had gotten kind of eliminated, so yeah. Those are fun deal. days. I mean, it's funny yeah. to see how what we live through and then you watch see what people are living through now. It's like, and I sit back and go just go to work. It's not that big a deal. They're like, you know, and people scared to death to drive it. Which if you're well, afraid so, to drive, you shouldn't drive anyways. Right. So you say that. So yeah. And again, it's it's a culture thing. Right. A lot of times. Right. So my work was closed Thursday. That's one thing. And then they were opening late on Friday. And uh, I was, you know. So here's the heart of it. I think you know they had us ended up just having a handful of people show up. Right. They had three managers show up, and I was one of them, and I'm gone in less than two weeks. <laughs> That's right. a whole other story. So, so, so right. it's like, you know, if leadership can't, can't make the trip, even just, just, you know, and again, a lot of them say, well, I can work from home. Well, that's beside the point. That's right. 
you right. come in, if you're expecting people to come in there, you if need, you're a manager, your meters, managers need to be there. You need to show how it's done. That's right. right. Exactly. And, right. and so right. what can you say, you know? Yep. I don't know. I enjoyed myself for two days because I got a young – there's a family that – they're boys, they race Hisons, and they've been racing a little strike 250s, and I built yep. their 250s for racing. Well, the, the one son won his division, and his age group's moving up. So for two days now, I've been building a roll cage and building all the safety stuff. So it's been kind of nice. The phone really hasn't rang. I've been in the shop. I'm just really kind of – this is my first experience in it, so I'm bending bars and welding and just kind of – actually having fun for two days and it felt like th- friday felt like sunday i'm this is all screwed up this week because you know thursday felt like friday you know <laughs> right but, but it was i had a great two days I, it was yeah. nice so it was different so i work from home <clears throat> so my wife mary who's at table 12 sh- she'll love to tell the story of what i was wearing <laughs> so i had a i had a company shirt on because i was originally planning to go to work I had a company shirt on i was in my boxers <laughs> With my Crown Royal flip Crocs on. There you go, man. <laughs> she looked at me. She goes, you got to be kidding me. Get me to do a Zoom meeting. I'm not doing any Zoom meetings. We're all good. So she walked in and went, yeah, that's all mine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's all good. I thought she was going to say you had that's one of them swim, tr- swim trunks on. You took to the keys. Lord. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. So we're gonna, On that note, we're going to take a short break, hear from our sponsors. When we come back. We're going to do a blind tasting. Awesome. So we'll be right back with Cross the Line 1524. Gilman Home Centers with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio is your one-stop shop for all your ice melt needs. They got you covered. We got snowy weather. They got shovels. They've got ice melt. They've got it all there. Do you have a wood pellet stove by any chance? Somerset Wood Pellets. Some of the best wood pellets on the market. In fact, I'll say they are the best since I use them. Gilman Home Centers. That's all they have. Somerset wood pellets. Gilman Home Centers. You can check them out on the web at gilmanshomecenter.com for the nearest location to you. One of our favorite sponsors here at Cross the Line 1524 is Batesville Liquor Co. and Tebby Liquor. I tell you what, you can't go wrong there. You buy a mix and match spirits there. A case? Guess what, Dwayne? What's that? Get 10% off. Holy cow. You know what, else? What's that? If you got a special spirit or wine or beer that you want, like our great listener, Carrie Taylor, you know what he did? What's that? He called him. Guess what we got here at the bar? Well, I seen that. We did a nice little taste testing here a couple weeks ago. That's right. Cleveland Underground had a special order. Bring them out to us. It was awesome. Do a lot of barrel picks. Unfortunately, over the holidays, the Remus, the New Riff, and Maker's Mark Private Selection sold out. Yeah, you better hurry out there. If you're looking for something special or you're looking for one of the barrel picks, uh, there's some new releases that came out in December. You got the Yellowstone, the Ezra Brooks, the Off Hours, and the Knob Creek. I'm sure they're going to be right behind the other three that sold out. Yeah, I, you just can't beat it. It's great they do tastings there. You can taste all the barrel picks that they've done. Still available from barrel picks that they did earlier. Jefferson, the Maddie Gladden, William Dalton, Bullet. Old 55, Rossville Rye, and Pillar Rum. You know, Pillar Rum, that's from down in Key West. Down there where we, we spent a week down there oh, this yeah. year. Good stuff. Good stuff. And it's the last call for Lee Sinclair. Now, 
Yeah, that's great, Alan. I, isn't that where we're going down to French Lick to uh, Alan Bishop to do a podcast here in a week or so? That's right. Alan Bishop down in French Lick, Indiana. Well, he's got two things going for him. He's got Alan and he's almost got Bischoff. He's so. almost got Bischoff. <laughs> so Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. Tebby Liquors right here in Brookville, Indiana. We mentioned Knob Creek as one of their new releases in December. Uh, that was actually selected by law enforcement folks there in Batesville, Indiana. A donation from every bottle goes to the Batesville Police Department. Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. Go check them out. Looking for a Heisen side-by-side or ATV? How about a youth model Tau-Tau quad or dirt bike? Stop by Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com for the latest inventory. We are the Tri-State's largest Heisen and Tau-Tau sales and service center with a large selection in stock all the time. Don't shop the other guys who just want you to leave a deposit and maybe you'll get a side-by-side sometime this year. We've got plenty in stock all the time. Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524, and uh, during a commercial break, we did a blind tasting of three different bourbons, uh, and we had quite the ensemble here. We had myself, Dwayne, Jeff, Ruben, Mike, Terry, and not to forget the most important one, Mary. Yeah, thank you. So... Guys, let's start with the first bourbon. What did you guys think of that? Thoughts? Are you going around the table or what? To yeah. Me, well, yeah, to me, start it, with Dwayne. Well, to me, it looked, it had the best appearance. I didn't, the aroma was good, but not my favorite flavor I didn't like, and the finish I didn't like. Okay. It seemed hot. Okay. Yeah. Very hot. Hot on the tongue. Yes. Not going down. No, not going down. Hot on the tongue, hot in the in the finish of it. Just seemed like it it stayed with you. It was there. You knew you tasted it. Mm-hmm. Mary, once again, I agree with Dwayne. Appearance and aroma were both high for me. Actually, highest of all three. However, the flavor, the best way I could describe it, was flat, and it was too much burn for me. Yes. Okay. Jeff. Yeah, I kind of agree with them. So. It, I mean, appearance was okay, and, and aroma was okay, but the finish was, I, I didn't like the finish that much. Flavor was all right, but the finish was a was a little hot, I agree. All right, Mike? So, it was my second favorite. Um, I thought the appearance was good, the aroma and the flavor were good, but I thought it was pretty mild. I thought it was an 80 proof. <laughs> Holy cow, no way. No way on earth. Terry, you need to stop drinking, Mike. <laughs> it was the only one that had legs. The others were very, very light. Um, it did burn on the tongue, but not going down. And uh, it's the only one I saved t- to finish drinking. Oh, I couldn't right. pour so mine was, out quickly enough. So that that was, is so funny. That was how your we, number one. That was yeah. my, that so, Rube, wow. how about you? Uh, I, it was my number one. I, I thought the... Uh, I thought the appearance was about a three on it. I thought it was a little light on the richness and the color. The aroma was strong for me. Um, I did have a blend before I drank this, though. Uh, the flavor, I thought, was very high for me also. Uh, I thought the finish was down to a three on a burn, but I, I, I'm a solid drinker from the front, so I like to see it on the front and the back myself. So I thought it was pretty good. 
I felt a lot of cinnamon and caramel in it at the end, but I thought out of the three, it was my favorite. All right. So for me, <clears throat> I like the appearance. I, I thought it was uh, – it wasn't a five. It was a yep. four for me. And I like the aroma. Uh, but it w- kind of went downhill a little bit from there. Uh, I, I had a three for the actual flavor and a three for the finish. It didn't burn, but it just wasn't uh, a full finish for me. Uh, would anybody like to guess what the proof number one is? I think it's higher. Yeah, it's a high. What do you consider high? I'm going to say more it's probably a 106 or something. <laughs> 180? No, more than 80. Oh, <laughs> I, I said 80. <laughs> what, what, 110. What, yeah, up in that 106, 110. 95. Okay. Oh, wow. Yep. Well. So let's talk about uh, bourbon number two. Okay. Dwayne? Well, you mean start again? What yeah. Was it, though? Uh, we're we're going to wait till the end. Yeah. <laughs> bourbon number two was um, the appearance. I didn't think it, it didn't look as good in the glass. Um, I liked the aroma better. It, there was no burn in it. Uh, real smooth smell. The flavor I thought was very smooth. Um, the finish was the same. There was no burn to me, either front or back. Um, so, I, I mean, I really like that one. Mary? Okay. So, on the appearance, mm-hmm. I still had it very high as a four. Less of an aroma, though, for me. I didn't get much off of that. It actually had a peppery or spicy flavor to me, which I usually is not a good thing. Um but the finish, I gave it a four, and I had oaky notes. So I actually liked this one. This one was my favorite. Jeff? This was my least favorite. So, uh, I, you know, again, uh, none of these were terrible, I didn't think. Right. But, right. W- you know, the first one I had fours for the first three categories. This one I had threes for the first three categories and dropped to a two for the finish. I just didn't. You just didn't care for the just didn't care for the finish for at all. Was yeah. too hot or just no? Just th- nothing, not, nothing there for you? Yeah. Yep. Mike? This is the worst one for me. I gave it a three <laughs> out of appearance. There seems it to be a pretty, theme here. Pretty oh. weak looking. If I love it, he hates it. Uh, the aroma was bad. The flavor was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how you really feel, Mike. <laughs> and I thought it was really hot. Really? really? Yeah, oh, I, really I didn't it think it was hot at all. Terry? See, that's why I was... I thought the finish was hot. That is and so I funny. I thought it had no legs and color. The... Um, it just overall, it was my worst. Um, it's in Mike's glass to finish. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that usually works. <laughs> and you usually Ruben? oblige, don't you? So uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right along Mike here and Terry. Uh, I gave it a two across the board. I thought the appearance was light in color. Uh, the aroma was knit, was very gnawed. It was no aroma to me at all. The flavor was flat. It was warm through the entire taste, and it burnt hot on the end, and I thought it was full of pepper. I, I think it's the worst one. one that I've had so oh far. And usually Mary and I are real close to normally what we drink. But not tonight. Also, right, not tonight, but it also has to do with what you taste before. And uh, So I, I think in myself it was the worst one out of all. Uh, not that I didn't like it. I, I It's just a different, right? I, it's all how you take it and when you right. get it. So, uh, But that, to me it was the worst one. All right, so it's my... To me, it was the second one for me. So, okay. I, I, I was all pretty much a four for me. The appearance to me was a four, uh, aroma, flavor, and it was a little spicy going down. But uh, the aftertaste to me wasn't that bad. So, it's my second favorite. So, want to guess the proof? I'll let you know what the proof is. 
I wouldn't know on that one. So it had so many. I don't think it was. Very, I don't think it was. It was high. all over a crust on flavors. I don't know. It's See, to me, it would be a low proof too. I didn't feel any burn in it, but that's probably the high one. Ninety-five. Yeah. Same proof. Same, Same proof. proof. Okay. Mm. All, right. all right. Number three, Dwayne. Well, number three. This was my second favorite. The other, the number two was my favorite. Um, Me too. I kind of had the appearance the same. The first one seemed to be the best looking to me in the glass. So the last, the third was the same as two. Uh, the aroma was a little less than two. Flavor, kind of the same. This one was just a little less than two for me, all the way down the board. Um, it was good. I mean, I would drink it, but it just wasn't wasn't as good. I'd love to have done a a Stephen Fonte rapid fire there to see between those two because those two to me were very similar. Which two? Two and three. Two and three. So you're going to find out in reality they're not even close to each other. Hmm. Mary? I agree they didn't taste anything similarly, but I agree 100% with Dwayne's assessment in that number three was my second favorite. Um, I didn't think it had quite the appearance or aroma as the other ones that we tried. I had a flavor of currant in it for me. It was, there was a fruity, cherry, currant type of undertone for me and but my notes were that it was more bland but yet it was even so jeff yeah it was my favorite and uh, i thought the appearance was the best and then you know it kind of evened out with with uh, with the first with the first one other than i i loved the finish i thought the finish was really good terry i jumped around it's supposed to be mike but terry <laughs> mixed it up it was definitely better than two I don't know that it's as good as one, but one is awful hot. Mm-hmm. This one had a kind of a cinnamon yeasty smell to it for me. Um, but it had no legs. Um, the color was light. So I still am going to go with one, even though one is hot. Mike? It was my favorite. I gave it a five for appearance. <laughs> Aroma, the flavor I gave a four. The finish I gave a five. And I would guess 105 proof. Ruben? Um, it was number two for me. Uh, I think the appearance has the best of it all, of all three. I think it's got a great rich caramel appearance. The aromas were a little weak. They were in around a three rooms for me. The flavor was just about the same. It was sort of flattened across. Uh, the finish to me was a two because it was a slower long. I, I'm like, uh, I pulled a lot of bread out of it. I felt I felt I, it used yeasty to me, and I had noted that here of uh, but it also had a lot of hot finish for me, uh, but the bread sort of deadened that. So I, as a number two, I think a second one is my favorite ones. But number one is my favorite still so far. So this was my favorite by far. Okay. Um, the appearance was very rich if you looked at it. Um, yeah. Uh, the, to me, the aroma, the flavor was to me very smooth, as was the finish. Uh, so this was my favorite. Uh, I know I knew what they were going sure. in, um, but, but I, with an open mind, I had never tasted this particular yeah. one. And to me, it was the number one in my pick. So it's probably the one right by his head. What's the proof? What's the proof on that? 93. 93. So all about the same proof. Yeah, not much different. See, that's funny. The first one. Oh, I would have thought that was like 110. Yeah, I mean, it just. So what we've been tasting, and Mike just about blew my cover. Is all the rabbit holes that are behind me? I was thinking it was behind (laughs) his head. In fact, I just picked the number three, which was my favorite, is the sherry cask finish. So when you were Mary was picking up a fruity note, well, there's a reason for that. Uh, It was a sherry cask finish. So this is 
one of their number one rated bourbons, actually. Um, number two. Which one is that then? The Which one was this? Derringer is a sherry That was that was yeah. number three. Derringer is yep. that's three. the number three. That was the number oh, three okay. sample. So what is number two? Number two we had in Louisville. Cave Hill. Cave Hill. No, no. We had Cave Hill here. The high gold's what you brought to Louisville. Oh, all right. That's Excuse right. me. Which, oh, I like that one. That's my favorite. That was my favorite as well. What do you that think? That was my least that favorite. Was, that was and my least what, favorite. And that's what I told you going into this was my that I liked. And I that's don't funny. Like yeah. See, that's why this part of the reason. There's two reasons that I did this tonight. Um, that's the high rye version of Rabbit Hole. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I like. Man, it. I liked it. Yeah. Totally and you liked flipped. it at least. I liked it the most. I liked it most. And I'm usually not leaning that way. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like let me give you the mash bills for the two we just That's talked about. Like the about. minor case we tried. That. So the high rye is 70% corn, 20% rye, 5% barley, 95 proof. The sherry cask finish is 68% corn, 18% wheat, 14% mar- mar- malted barley. And so the last one, uh, which was number one is the cave hill rabbit hole cave hill which is 70 percent corn 10 percent wheat 10 percent honey malted barley and 10 percent malted barley um that was just too hot for me yeah and it, it's really not it's only i know but that's how it felt yeah exactly right. everybody's got a different taste, taste on the tongue just yeah. but i wonder if you put some ice with it Probably would be fine. Yeah, could well, change it completely. To let you guys know, I did a three-part blend, and it's really good. Well, that's what I got. Oh, I'm here. sure. <laughs> no, so I yeah. would drink any one of these, but oh, yeah. oh, see, the first one to me had the alcohol finish. And the to other me, two did I threw not. the first one on my mix down here, and I don't like it now. But I'm gonna drink it. I'm not gonna waste it. But I don't. It screwed up my. Yeah. Mix. So this is ra- Rabbit Hole. They have one other. They have a, a straight rye whiskey. Uh, which I did not pick up because. Bring you one. Well, we might like it. You, know? you never know. I ne- the, I'll I'm, bring you one, Alan. <laughs> if it's anything like minor case, we bring it on. You never know. Never know. <laughs> it's true. So that was fun. That it was, was fun. fun. I like hearing everybody's take on. I it. do too. I love everybody's take on. It is know. funny. I mean, go sit, go around the bar. You got eight of us in here, and, and yeah. you get. Well, it's also it has to do with your your taste buds tuning too. Some of you guys had straight bourbon before you started on different brands, and I had, I was having a mixture, so I had a sweet tongue going into this. Yeah, that's why you got it. Shout out on some crackers, yeah. some water. Oh, seven of us. I was sorry, just having water. Yeah, I can't count. But it's all good. It's I all said good. eight. There's seven of us. So we were we were at Old Man's Breakfast this morning. So we've talked some about yeah the the guys here were at Old Man's Breakfast, and by the way, I. I think I've rooted out where that magazine's coming from. It's from Old Man's Breakfast. I'm, no, I, no, 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 no. You guys know more than you're telling me. No, I thought it's Tony. <laughs> That's okay. You can okay. thank whoever it is that did it because Explain I've mag- now found a $1,500 a night resort that I need to attend, and there's a $1,000 <laughs> purse that I really, really, really want. So, What magazine is it? L. L. Tony. L magazine. Alan got a new magazine now. It's L. Subscription. 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 A year to subscription to it. L. What is L? E L L. It's a woman's mag. Women's it's a magazine. Woman's so when he's magazine. watching the Hallmark Channel, when the commercials come on, he can pull up that's, the L magazine. But look, that's pretty good. That's what Here's what happens. <laughs> I sat down at Old Man's Breakfast, and Jim Wolf goes, "So did you guys talk about Cos- Cosmopolitan magazine last week?" I'm thinking, whoa, oh. that's way now, too. Now Cosmo would have been way more interesting <laughs> than L. So I'm telling you, these guys know something. So maybe it's Jim. You then. might have enjoyed Cosmopolitan. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
I, I was betting Tony. Anyway, I was we're at Tony. Old Man's Breakfast. We've been going there for a year, probably. <laughs> and our waitress pulls up a chair behind me and goes, so, you guys have a podcast. I don't know who was cooking today, but man, it was good. Oh, my God. Alan, was Alan and Jim got the, the Western omelet. Oh, my God. It no, looked I, delicious. I think That's the last few weeks. The last few yeah. weeks. Something's changed. It for was the good. good. The, pota- the potatoes got some crispies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was more than $4. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big pot today. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, pot. as usual, Nick's sitting there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rolodex. We're not going to replay the joke. No, but it was it was funny. It is it is on cue. I mean, we all the funny thing is when it happened this morning again. Everybody looks at each other and we all just grin because we know the joke. You know what's that coming? J- Nick don't know. coming. Yeah, you just know it's coming. So it was kind of funny. So a couple other things. So our buddy, uh, our listener, uh, Carrick up in uh, Northern Ohio. So he messaged me uh, Wednesday during the day or Wednesday early morning. And said, "Hey." Have you watched Oak Island yet? I think they are listening to your podcast. <laughs> like, huh? No. So then he said, "You need to pay attention to the commercials." Does he not know you can't watch it until three or four days later when you <laughs> stay awake? See, he works nights, <laughs> he so has to, he has to watch. Yeah. It. Well, so, oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Fifteen minutes. So there were actually. And I never watched the commercials. Cause yeah, we never, we never, because we DVR fruit. So well, I saw the original, so I knew yeah, exactly. It was actually what he was there. It was about. on there twice. There was yes. two Yellowstone bourbon commercials on Oak Island. You mix Yellowstone bourbon that we like in Oak Island. Maybe they are listening to us. It might be. You never know. <laughs> I saw that too, and when I saw the Yellowstone, because I watch it on the original, I can stay up past ten. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I saw it. Yeah, but you sleep to eight. <laughs> well, seven. No. But I passed you going to work. Seven. I go to work about quarter till. I drive a half mile, as Jeff said. So my commute is good. This is a good blend, by the but, way. But uh, yeah, I, I did notice that the two Yellowstone. I was like, it just didn't fit. But right. I was like, that's pretty cool. And then I kind of was like. Wow, we we've been talking about Yellowstone a lot, and all of a sudden here it is. So it's a win-win. Yeah, it was uh, pretty good. Pretty Maybe good. it's the people at Limestone Branch that are listening. That could be. Could, could be. Could be. Could it be? Could it be? So talking about uh, Oak Island, they're getting ready to do the big dig next week. Right. Ten foot. That's a big pipe. That's caissons. That's pretty big. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. That's the large caissons, right? They're going yeah. down. Ten foot diameter. Ten foot wow. diameter. Yeah. That's Man. a big Finally, hole. We've been waiting for those all season. You know, I, I watched the last couple of episodes, and I there's something's going to happen this year. I think something's going to happen. I they're think on, there's. Something. I think they're going to find something. Yeah. yeah. I think wood. They, wood. 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 More wood. More wood. More wood. Besides wood. No. I. I think. I. I agree. I think. Yeah. Because it's been drug. It's it's old drug. wood, good wood. How much wood? <laughs> it's wood, okay. <laughs> but yeah, as much as it's been drug out this year, I think they're building up and to. They're going to start losing people, and they already. Well, are. I, I think mean, part of the problem is <clears throat> the whole COVID thing up there. They were yeah, locked down yeah. most of the year. Right. People don't realize that. Uh, Everybody's got a short memory. And the I mean, Canadian, well, the Canadian, we all know what the Canadian press are a little bit like. different than United yeah. States. Rules, oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The Canadian rules are a lot stricter than we had here yeah. at the same time. But, but I, but still, I think, I think they're dragging it out, leading it on to there's something big's going to happen. Right, I think too. I think so too. So how about Beyond Oak Island? You guys been watching that? Yes, I have. Oh, yeah. That has been freaking awesome. The yeah, ship. I've been, like, I've been liking that. The yeah. ship episode I watched. I haven't watched the second one. I can't wait to see. You the going to Missouri thing. with us? Yeah, we're, we're going to Missouri. <laughs> Man. 
Is so it Missouri? Jeff, I thought it was in Pennsylvania. And, no, it's in Missouri. Yeah. Jeff and Robin and I, we're driving. We're talking we're about gonna, the, we're going to beat Allen the there the on the plane. <laughs> oh, the, okay. The ferries that were sunk. Yeah. The steamboat. Steamboat. Steam that's right. Yeah. I saw the one yeah. in the field. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. In that's in Missouri. Oh, it's in Missouri. Okay. That's in yeah. Missouri. Kansas City. Okay. You can go oh, wherever. you're right. You're right. You can go yeah. wherever you want, but we're going to Kansas City. Hey. Well, they were on the ships in the ocean, We know somebody, and you know them too, that have been there to see the museum. Pretty wild. Came up to me after church that same week and said, "Hey, did you see that?" I tell, I can't. I'm not gonna say the name on the air. Oh yeah. Yeah. She goes, "Yeah, I've seen that. Been in there." She says the TV show didn't do it justice. There's so much no stuff. No kidding. That. The place looks huge. It does. I mean, yeah. what the show, sh- what the show showed. Oh yeah. <laughs> say that yeah. fast. Wasn't have nothing. another cocktail. I mean, yeah, have well, another that cocktail. One, that one lower level is the size of the whole boat. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, the boat yeah. is in the building, so right. yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I that'd be interesting to go yeah, see. I agree. It, and Jeff and I and Robin and Dodie, we're going to beat Alan there on the plane. We're going to leave at the same time. Is we're Mary figuring, going? Well, you're going with Alan. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Your roomies. If, if, sorry. Well, maybe I'll drive. He is wearing the Crocs. Hey, you can ride. I'll drive separately. You can ride with us. You can ride with us. That's but a pretty, it's an eight that's hour, a pretty easy drive. It's an eight-hour drive, yeah. so we figure we can be there about the same time as you get up two hours flight time delays. Yeah. You can have all that. T- Here's my version of that. Get up, drive to the airport, have a couple of Bloody Marys, get on the plane, have a cocktail there, land, have another Bloody Mary before the uh, Uber picks us up. <laughs> and what have you guys been doing the whole time? Driving. Listen to me sing. Driving. <laughs> I'm driving my life away. <laughs> I have to admit, it was very interesting. I want to see it. So it doesn't look like we're going to get to see Oak Island this year. No. No. Truckers are Truckers are blocked. Hey, and I'm all for them. Hey. Go truckers. Haven't seen much out of their president, have we? That's great. Well, he's awful quiet now that that he got called to task. We need to be quiet. We have Canadian listeners. Yeah. Well, maybe the hearts are out there to you. Hopefully everything works out. Yeah. Yeah, It is what it is. Well, that put a dampener on the show. Dang, <laughs> gone. Let's have another drink. That just sucked the oxygen right out of the room. We're going to take a short break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back with Cross the Line 1524. hoo Are you looking for a fun event for a fundraiser, private party, or bar and restaurant social? Then head on over to letsdoatasting.com. Certified bourbon stewards from the Stave and Thief Society help lead whiskey and bourbon tastings for your event. Your guests will learn the proper tasting techniques and how to identify flavors in the bourbon. They'll hear about the history of the bourbon and the distilleries that the tastings are coming from. It's a fun and interactive tasting event. You can find them at letsdoatasting.com or on Facebook at Let's Do a Tasting. Get a group together. And let's do a tasting. We all know there's nothing like that taste of fresh honey. It's pure as can be, all natural. Check out Hoosier Creek Farm right outside of Brookville, Indiana. You can find them on Facebook at Hoosier Creek Farm. Learn a little bit about beekeeping, what it takes to get that fresh honey. Remember, how do you know it's pure honey if you don't know the beekeeper? Hoosier Creek Farm. Proud to be one of our sponsors at Cross the Line 1524. 
Did you know that beef jerky is packed with protein and is considered a healthy snack? Check out Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Beef Jerky. 100% pure beef with no fillers or additive. MSG free and most flavors are gluten free. If you're eating jerky that has a reddish tint to it, give us a try and see what gourmet jerky tastes like. Our cuts of meat are from the brisket, not ground up, not processed, pure 100% beef. Our flavors include maple pepper, our original lakeside brisket. We have ghost pepper flavor. We have blazing beef sriracha flavor. Gotta try our speakeasy bourbon, our campfire barbecue, and our totally teriyaki flavor. Our favorite though is our old fashioned maple bacon jerky. That's right, we have maple bacon jerky. You can find all of our jerky at all the Gilman Home Center stores throughout Indiana and Ohio at the Easy Stop Fuel Mart, State Route 46 in St. Leon, Indiana, and of course online at StangerSugarShack.com. Use discount code 1524 to receive a special 10% discount on any online order. Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Jerky, what jerky should be. Well, we're getting ready to start here, but Dwayne's sampling some Yellowstone. <laughs> so welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're back after commercial break. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. Mike Gardner. We're having a good old time. Flip that microphone closer to you there, Mike. There you go. All right. So we go. we've had a good old time tonight. Um, you know, talking about earlier, we talked about our buddy Carrick Taylor. So they've been having earthquakes uh, where he lives. And in fact, he just posted they had another one Friday. That's up around, up around Cleveland. Though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's um, kind of crazy when you think about it. I do. Uh, speaking while you're looking there, we had one here that I've, I'll never forget. Woke me up one morning. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard it. You know, when you when you wake when you get woke up by it, you're like, "What the heck?" And you sit up, and then it was over, and I'm like, "Then you're wondering, what did I feel that was that? What was that?" But it oh, was, was you? Although this was just, we were in our house, so it was in the last 15 years. Yeah, there's been okay. so as of I this that. is the seventh one they've had. Wow! So the since when? Um, and just recently, month and a half. Really? So the USGS confirms a 2.4 magnitude earthquake in Lake Erie. Near East Lake, the seventh in the area this year. Wow! Huh. So this year, so that's since the first year. Can a lake wow. make a tsunami? <laughs> I mean, if you had a bigger, bigger one than that, bigger, bigger uh, yeah, lake, I guess. yeah. So I mean, should I mean? I guess it wouldn't be as severe, but you think if it's same, maybe who knows? It's who knows? But that's kind of. I mean, <laughs> until this year, you really didn't hear about earthquakes up there. It's kind of no, strange. Right no, that that's is strange. pretty far. I mean. Crazy, right. Benjamin messing with uh, lights. I, I, th- I think I'm not sure if that was Benjamin or oh, that was Robin. It was Robin? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit here as we wind up. And what I haven't told you guys is I have a new uh, uh, SJ has just sent me his Super Bowl. Picks. Oh yeah, okay. So Great. we'll see how long it is. It may go at the end of this podcast. So okay. let's talk about the Super Bowl. Who Only day? mackerel Who with day? Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals Who are day? in the Super Bowl. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Well, they I think they were eight. Was it eight hundred to one odds that they were going to make the Super Bowl? If you'd have bet a hundred dollars at the beginning of the season, it was twenty. I think they said this was twenty thousand or yeah. something like that. So I don't know what the odds are. I don't know what the payout, but hundred dollars would have been twenty thousand. Somebody at B one hundred five, their local radio station, Cincinnati. 
has sixty dollars bet on it, and their payout is from the beginning of the year. Before, yeah, before yeah. the season started, they bet sixty dollars. They were in Vegas through sixty dollars on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, right? And it's sixteen or eighteen thousand dollars they're going to get if they hit. I, I know. Point, I, I don't watch can't. last week. It's the first game I've watched in three years. I, st- I started watching a little and bit this year. I can tell you, I, I enjoyed the time. Marge and I watched the game. We loved it. it was great the playoffs, playoffs have been some good football. Yeah, yeah this, is, this year has been the, probably the best playoff series How many in playoff history. games ended with a field goal in yeah, regulation? Wow. That we, first week, three of them did. Yeah. yeah. It's all, and man, I'll tell you what, and the hype is crazy. Well, and the other, one, the other one ended in overtime. The right. Touchdown pass. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, the Bengals, Bengals rookie kicker set a new NFL record for the most consecutive kicks in so playoffs. when the Bengals drafted him, people were like, why are you wasting a draft yeah. pick on a kicker? Well, now you know. Now Super you know. Bowl. <laughs> well, Pretty crazy. And I saw a story, I guess, the Bengals' previous kicker is a coach where he was at college. He was calling the Bengals two years before the kid was ready to graduate going, this kid is special. You need to watch it. That's probably Shane Graham. Yeah, Shane Graham. Shane Graham. And somebody, yeah. somebody told me, I don't know if it was one of you guys, but somebody told me that his story was the ball sounded different coming off his foot. Now, I don't really? know how that is really? possible, just how he's kicking, well, if he's kicking that much harder. Because he's kicking uh, 50-some yards without any issue. Yeah, because the, 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 the kick during the middle of the game was like 54 yards oh, or yeah. something like that, right? 52 is yeah. no problem. You know, right. you know, if you watch TV, they put that imaginary line out there for the field goal range. Right. His is like 10 <laughs> yards further back. Than right, right. And I think he's got 10 more yards. I think well, he could yeah. kick a 60-plus. They, they said he practices at 70. Oh my Boy, god! Well, you remember that while back when that kid from out the high school kid was in the state final games for a championship, and he looked at the coach and he was sitting at sixty one yards. He looked at the coach and said like this, and he wanted to break a record. Coach said, "Do what do you want to do?" And he backed it up five feet and kicked it. He went to kick Minnesota right out of high school. Well, and, I, uh, you know, so you the, see the, how what he can do. The, the big kicker for a long time was Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah, Janikowski. Yeah, I mean he yep. he was a boomer. He wasn't after he got past fifty yards. He wasn't that accurate. But he had the he had the length. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. We're gonna pull back Mc, history McPher- and the record here. McPherson, right? Mc, yeah, McPherson. McPherson. Yeah. When we were in yeah, seventh, we were in seventh grade. Jeff McCann, Jeff was our kicker. Jeff McCann. We yeah. were junior high football. Kicked a field goal in a game. The other team didn't know what the heck to do because <laughs> this is in the. This would have been early, early 80s, 79, yeah, 80. Right. Yeah, high school we, we didn't, didn't kick back High then. school didn't kick football. I <laughs> no. mean, high school didn't kick field goal. So we had a kid that could kick, and we kicked, I think it was a 27-yard field goal in seventh grade he kicked this <laughs> and made it. And the other team, it was funny because – the coach called. We were winning the game you anyway. Yeah. You didn't even kick for extra points then. You just, <laughs> no, you, just, you, you ran just for two. Put points on the board. Yeah. yeah. So, but we, I'll never forget the coach called for a field goal, and the other team, they didn't know how to line up. Right. So we're lining up for a field goal, and it was it was funny. But that was in the early eighties. East Central on the good side of the line so, was kicking uh, field goals. So I want to talk about East Central for a moment. So their kicker right now, she's a junior. You mentioned I said she. Yeah. She's a junior junior this year. She'll be a senior next year. Remember Angie Stone was a couple years younger than us? Uh, it's her daughter. Somebody. Really? Angie owns no Triple Cats down in yeah, Houston. Okay. Cats, it's yeah. her daughter. Yeah. Uh her father actually was a collegiate kicker. Kicker. <laughs> so it's a little genetic. Previous yeah. years, her brother was the kicker. He graduated and now wow. I can't think of the girl's name, but I mean she holds a bunch of records for East Central. And in the state as well. 
Well, good. That's, that's how things have changed. So, uh, Evan McPherson started out as a soccer kicker. Right. Soccer. And yeah. most kickers so, are. So, one of the greatest stories I heard with Evan McPherson was his mom was telling a story about this year at the preseason game. First preseason game. She's at the preseason game. And he comes, he come over close and she goes, Evan, this is the first NFL game I've ever been to. And he looks at her and says, yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Well, the whole team, there's, you know, there's a swagger that Joe Burrow has no that nobody's had oh, in this no. city. It, I don't even decades. Even when Carson, Carson Palmer was a good quarterback, he didn't have the team around him. Right. No. And there was no, because of some of the players, the morale was low on that right. team. I think with the right team, he'd have taken this, the, oh. the team to the Super Bowl, no problem. Joe Burrows has the right charisma. The rest of the team rally around yes. him and right. make each other better. I mean, he was on his ass nine times the previous game. Right. Right. How many times was he on his ass last week? None. Couple, I mean, maybe twice. Twice, I yeah, think. Yeah, he. I, I mean, I, it's you could tell that there's charisma with him and his teammates yeah. on the floor. You could see it. Well, well you, and, and you talk about the leadership. I take it back to Ken Anderson. I mean, we're old, oh, but right, right, you go right. back to then. That was yes. the last time that there was a guy back there that just stood there. That's right, and did his job, and everybody played to him. Right. And he Burrow is kind he took of, a lot of punishment. Yeah, in his yeah. yeah. did the same thing. I mean, yeah. but, but the team didn't, I don't think the team followed him. I mean, they did, but I don't think he he was he didn't have the same cockiness. Right. I mean, Burrow, the, the last one, I don't remember what if it was Tennessee or this one, but when he when he ran for the first down and yeah. he he stood back up and boy, he had a strut back to the to the back to the line of scrimmage and it was like I mean, and I'll guarantee you, everybody else on the team saw that and then they stepped up one more level to where they were. Yeah, but like, the, the, other, the other thing too is you know again he after the game he gave so much credit to the defense. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. for that game for get, keeping them in that ball game. And, yeah. And uh, you know, not all not all quarterbacks are going to do that. No, he's, he's well, pretty, you know, right. and they, just stories about Brady. Brady took the snapper to dinner. Let's go to dinner. We need to talk, right? Let's go have a nice dinner and talk. And became he he developed a relationship with each player that touched everything about him. That's what made him a great quarterback. And I think he's right. doing this. Kid's doing the same thing. He's twenty six years old, and look what he's doing. No, he's twenty twenty four. He's twenty four. He's twenty six. I don't think he's twenty six. I think he's twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, but either way, but either way, he's, he's, he's young. A, he's young. I mean, he's developing. Yeah, a he skill transferred set. from Ohio, Ohio State, which yeah. was the best thing he ever did. Yeah, to, that, to LSU. LSU. And that's the funny part. His statement was, "I, I don't know why you LSU <laughs> fans are trying to claim me. I'm an LSU. I'm LSU from the beginning to the yeah. end, or something like that." Well, Tom Brady even says, you know, probably the greatest quarterback of all time says, "Best thing he ever did was leave Ohio State." Yeah. yeah. Although Brady's on a hot seat a little bit, I don't know if you guys heard this yeah, interview. Now so what did he do? He he well, made he, re- st- he retired. He retires and then he makes a statement about a team that was pursuing him, and instead of signing him, they stayed with some mf'er. <laughs> oh, really? I heard that. Yeah. yeah. So the mf'er would have been Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, you're kidding? Me. No, and two Tagaloa. <laughs> so everybody's put two and two together and like, man. Because Ryan Fitzpatrick is like the guy's guy, you know? Right, right. Uh, so there's a little heat going around right yeah. now about that. Oh, well. he's, he's He can he say is. what he wants. He you know, it's right. – yeah. Well, and I think, too, he, he when he retired, he didn't even mention New England. 
That's what I heard. In his, he didn't mention yeah. the Patriots or New England. Yeah, and I think he's ruffled a few feathers with that too. Oh, but yeah. Whatever. I mean, but, he hey. kind of felt let down by them that they let him go. But it, for them, it was a business decision, and they had to. So how are they doing now? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> right. right. They were in contention there till the end. They were had a shot at a wild card. But so getting back to but getting back to the Bengals and Burroughs, though. Yes. You know, I mean, my thing was, you know, if if. He doesn't get killed first. He, you know, <laughs> yeah. They could put a team around him. Oh, my yeah. God. They've definitely, he's, in the offseason, no matter what happens next weekend, they've got to get offensive, offensive line. Yeah. You know, and got to get him And I he said needs. when they drafted Jamar Chase, that was a mistake. They Me needed to the line first. But you know what? It worked out. Yeah. Yeah, were, but you know, I mean, it worked out. They're in the Super Bowl. You, Chase you just won that, the but, but hey, player of the year, right? Well, rookie, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Chase got player of the year. But you know what? There's a lot of fortune there. One of those... One of those hits. Yeah. Any one but, of them. It, but on the Bengals. The odds are going to catch up at some point. For the Bengals' credit, though, they did draft two number or number one or number two draft picks. Yeah. The first guy got hurt yes, right that's away. That's true. He got and hurt. the second one got season. hurt. So, excuse me, next year, both of them are supposed to be back. And they're both supposed to be, you know, the next Anthony Munoz, maybe. So, if Here's, not, they've got plenty of free agent money that yeah. they can go get. But even even two year guys, go get a couple yeah. couple. I mean, they spent guys. some money free agency on defense, and it has paid. Off. Oh my God, yeah. Well, so, you know what I want to see, and <clears throat> I want to see Cincinnati if they win the Super Bowl Sunday night. I, I don't care if they win, lose, or draw. The fact that they it just they win. got there. Oh my God, getting there. But if they win. The amount of just ungluedness and pride to come out of this city is just unreal. You don't think they'll turn cards over and burn (laughs) cards? I don't think they will. They literally take the couch off the porch and burn it. Did you hear what the police chief of Kansas City said? Uh Huh. The Bengals fans were the best fans. Really? They have had. They should be. They're classy people, right? That they have ever seen come to their city. Bengals fans are classy fans. No doubt about it. You know, you talk about that, Burn. I don't think Cincinnati will do that. I don't think there'll be cars flipped over. When I say that I I, think they'll come unglued, it'll be in a total celebration. Oh, yeah, it'll be a party. It will be a party. But I don't think it'll be destroy the city party. No, I do not. No. no, I feel sorry. I mean, did you hear about the LA game, the Rams, the gentleman from San Francisco that's in a coma right now? And they caught the guy finally that basically beat him almost to death after the football game. It's a flipping game. Right. Your team lost. Get over it. Don't beat a guy to death. I I believe positively that Cincinnati, if they were to win this, this would just be – a great thing for the city because oh, sure. oh, they would just the pride yeah. that would come out of the city. Well, the it's pr- needed, right? The, the pride's are uh, the pride's already there. Uh, yeah, for them to get where they've yes. gotten, it's yeah. just phenomenal. Yeah, they have. They've done really so, well. So I think you guys know. I mean, you know, this whole group here, I'm sure, grew up Bengals fans. Oh yeah, right. yes, or right. Whatever. And I gave up on that several years ago, and kind of. I've been I watching. Too. I've been watching football, just enjoying this season and watching NFL games, kind of neutral, right. pretty much. You know, pretty much rooting for the underdog in most games, just because. <laughs> you know, but I've really enjoyed these playoffs, and it is. It's great for the city of Cincinnati, and the fans. The fans deserve. Well, the, I can, I can this, tell you. The, you know, I spent the last three years not watching any football, and I even had draft leagues, and it was disappointing to me to, to see where it's going now. And I, I enjoyed last week. It was nice. Set the house. Watched the games. I was excited about it, and there was no political bull crap on anywhere, and I loved it. Yeah, and, and I, I think, thought it was great. You know, for for whatever reason, there's just a lot more parity. Yes, throughout the NFL yes. than I've ever seen. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I can't wait till Sunday night. I can't. I'm see. 
I'm sorry, but that game should be on Saturday. I agree. I agree. Or I agree. Sunday afternoon. No, I, Saturday, Saturday. Period. Yes. When you have the school teachers in Indiana are petitioning for school to be off on Monday yes. because they'll be too tired to go to school because they watch the game. Look, the game's over ten o'clock. Yeah, be a bed. responsible person and That's don't get right. drunk on Sunday. It's all right. marketing. But that being said, it would make a lot of sense to do it on have it on Saturday, Saturday night. night. Yeah, right. well, because, because beyond yeah. that. A lot of other workplaces are going to be well, short-staffed. Well, there's a lot yeah. of places that Especially. aren't open. Cincinnati Public Schools, closed on yeah, that. Yeah, closed on. But, you know, it's all marketing because it used to be on Sunday afternoon before that and then Saturday. But there's they no want reason. everybody sitting in front of that TV on a Sunday evening watching those commercials. It doesn't matter when they do it. I Everybody agree. They're going to watch it. TV. I, I it's agree. Costing, it's costing companies in this country. Yes. Billions of dollars. dollars because top of two call-in days in the industry. The top two call-in days in the industry is Super Bowl Monday and deer season, October yeah. 2nd. Yeah. It's top to our first and second top two call-in days of the year. I wonder well, what the monetary gain would be if it was on a Saturday instead oh. of the Sunday. Because if you think about it, if you go to another city and you're there for Saturday, yes. you watch the game, you get up Sunday, you don't have to rush home. You've got all day you're to get home. spending time in sound. You may spend some money. more time, more dinner, right. more food. It may end up being a boom for them than, oh, a, I, I, than a negative. I, I think I it certainly would be. So yeah. we have some friends that went to the game, uh, the Kleins. Yes. So, oh, they go. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. in Kansas City. No so, you know, it was a downer there that first half. Oh man! And then I guess it, you know, it was crazy afterwards. Right. So it was, yeah, my son-in-law was his buddy was up there in the blood blood yeah. nosebleed seats with him, and he's texting my son-in-law as the game's going on. You know, this isn't real good. This is real good. And then the second half, he's like, "Oh my god!" He goes, "You should." You, the, the excitement here is crazy. He couldn't believe the amount of fans that were there. He That's said the, what, yeah, the stands were going crazy yeah. for the Bengals yeah. in the second half, and he said the, the excitement and the energy in the stadium was crazy. Yeah, well, and now they're, the amount of people that are tailgating at the at the stadium when they're not even in town yeah. is unbelievable down Cincinnati. Uh, which I, you know, you got to go down experience. I'd love to go down experience that sometime. Just you know, hanging out with the fires and the grills and everybody having a good time. And that's I, it. Next time. year, we we need to go down I there. I agree. A, I agree. I used to be a diehard. We used to yeah, go sure all the time. I have. Wouldn't it be years. fun to set up a table and? And broadcast live from the parking lot out there and just get everybody's there vibe. I don't know about broadcasting live. But <laughs> or recording. 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 Yeah. That could, be, a, that could be an interesting yeah. afternoon. Yeah, so you haven't seen our new... Uh, um, our travel gear. Our travel gear. I've, I've heard a box. That's, it oh, no, this is I've heard games. it's nice. This is a game changer, man. No kidding. Wireless headsets. That's oh, great. Yeah. We're in the big time. Yeah, they work great down in uh, Louisville. <laughs> yeah, great. So actually, we got... It's a good idea. Yeah, it works out nice. So, wait so a minute. I don't, I don't know. Mike's what's getting going lotion here. here at the I'm sort of concerned about what's happening in front of me right now. So, why would Terry come over and bring you lotion? Hey, if you got, we got spare room. We got some spare room. He won't even look up. I was Were you chafed? Were you chafing? <laughs> No, before I got here, I was doing KP duty. I was oh. doing dishes. Oh. You, she makes you do dishes? About your dishes. And that require enough dishes that requires you to have lotion. I had my hands in dishwater for about half an hour. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> You're such Man. a good husband. I'm All looking right. over like, he's getting lotion. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I thought they might need a room. <laughs> so look. So... We've got uh, table 12 over here, as usual. Oh, yeah. yeah they're having a good table time over 12. here. Out over here. Around. There they 
are. We're getting ready to make some uh, uh, rent more renovations to the speakeasy. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. So we'll have tw- table 12 and table 15 and 16 Uh-oh. on the other side as well. Yeah. No we're, we're, we expanding. Just, uh, we're expanding the speakeasy. Uh, no kidding. Well, look. <clears throat> got it new. only gets bigger. That's it. Man, you know what happens when you expand? You have to expand. You have to change the password, man. <laughs> too many people <laughs> yeah. know. Well, that'd be two passwords. That's why we got to expand. <laughs> I mean, I can only remember one password. I use it for everything. <laughs> well, <here you> go. <laughs> All right. We've had a blast. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, Mike Gardner. And we've had a blast. Who day? And Go Bengals. And we'll see y'all next time. Right. You're listening to SJ, the 11 year old football analyst phenom, right here on Hometown Radio USA. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is SJ, and last week in the NFL, quarterback Tom Brady for the Buccaneers officially announced his retirement. I believe he will go down as the greatest who ever played the sport. There will never be another quarterback like Tom Brady in the NFL. And in my eyes, he is the MVP. He led the NFL in passing yards and touchdowns, and I think that's enough to win him an MVP. Aaron Rodgers would be his only real competition, but I think the voters are more likely to give it to Brady than Rodgers just because of Brady's retirement and all of that recency bias that Brady will be getting and because the NFL just favors Brady over anybody. But I do, I do respect Brady, and I think that he definitely deserves it more than Aaron Rodgers. And he's just been such a great quarterback, and I'm really lucky to be able to watch him play. He will go down as the greatest player in NFL history. It's incredible what he was able to do with the Patriots and even with the Buccaneers. He was just an incredible player, and he will definitely be remembered in the history of the NFL. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers... He will definitely get traded this offseason. He has had some mishaps through the season and is not very happy with the, with the Packers, off, uh, Packers front office. They've been doing some questionable play calling, questionable offseasons. Everything they do hasn't really benefited Rodgers. They've only been able to get him one ring. I think that the top three most likely teams to get him will be the Broncos, Steelers, and Buccaneers. Broncos, because they need a quarterback. I think their offense is very high-powered, and their defense is really underrated. They have the draft capital to get him, and they have a good enough team for him to want to play there. I think the Steelers, because him and Mike Tomlin have been talking on the side, maybe be trying to get a trade working through. I think the Steelers will probably try to go with a younger quarterback than Aaron Rodgers because I don't think their team is built enough to try to make a Super Bowl run right now. I think they'll try to rebuild for the future because a lot of their players are younger. And I think if they draft Kenny Pickett, which I think they will, then they will be much better suited than getting Aaron Rodgers because he only played for like probably three more years. Kenny Pickett could definitely be something special. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the draft. And they could definitely get him where they stand in the draft, which is uh, middle of the pack. I think that if he falls to them, they should definitely pick him up. I could see the Buccaneers doing it because obviously Tom Brady just retired. They're going to need a better quarterback than Kyle Trask. But I also think that they'll be drafting a quarterback in the draft. They can definitely contend, but I think they'll be uh, edging to a younger quarterback rather than Rodgers. 
I just think they'd rather have a younger one that they can sort of form into someone possibly better than Rodgers. I think they'll take Malik Willis at the end of the draft. Well, he's a great quarterback coming out of Liberty. He's playing in the senior bowl. Definitely going to have to keep close eyes on him. He definitely won't be the best right off the gate. I think the best will either be Sam Howell or maybe Kenny Pickett. But he definitely has the highest potential out of anyone in the draft. He could uh, 100% be a Hall of Famer if he's managed right by the Buccaneers and he his career just isn't wasted. He definitely needs some really good coaching to get to that level, but I think the Buccaneers do have really good coaching, and I would love to see him compete in the NFL. He could definitely be great. I think the Broncos will get him, though, because they have the draft picks, and he wants to go there. He's obviously shown interest going there, and uh, I just don't think he's as interested in going to Buccaneers or the Steelers. And I think Denver is just a perfect fit for him to go. And another quarterback on the hot seat is Russell Wilson, Seattle quarterback. I think that the Seahawks should honestly just fire Pete Carroll for a season. If they make it into a deep playoff run, I think they just stick with all, all they got and just get assets, make big trades, trade draft picks, because I know they love to do that. Um, and they're not good at drafting, so they probably shouldn't draft a quarterback, and just try to make a Super Bowl run without Pete Carroll. If Pete Carroll wasn't the issue, then I think after that season they should trade Russ. But if they don't do that, then I think they should trade Russ to either the Steelers, Dolphins, or Texans. The Texans is not a great place for us to go. Russ has a no-trade clause. So he pretty much decides where he wants to go. But I do think the Texans do have a very underrated defense, and they don't, but they don't have many weapons on the offense. That's the big problem. They have Brandon Cooks, and that's it. All their other receivers are either uh, older journeymen or they just haven't developed into something special. If he would get, would get dealt to the Texans, I think Deshaun Watson and two first-round picks would probably be enough for him. Another place I could see him going is probably the Steelers because there has been some trade talk among the Seahawks and Steelers. If he were to go there, they'd probably give him two first-round picks and a player. I want to know who they'd give him. It's kind of tough to decide that because the Seahawks would probably draft Kenny Pickett with their draft. As I said with Aaron Rodgers, I think they'd be in the perfect spot with the Steelers pick to get Kenny Pickett. But they would probably give the Seahawks someone on the defensive side of the ball to really, because their defense definitely needs some help. And if they could get someone from the Steelers' defense, they'd have to, they'd have to possibly give up more than Russ to get a really good defensive player. But I don't think the Steelers will get him. I think they'd go on with Kenny Pickett. But I think the most likely team to get Russ is the Dolphins. I think with Xavier Howard demanding a trade in the offseason last year, Tua not playing great but still having good potential if he can just get a good, a good team around him and a good defense, he could definitely go and be something good. But I think the Dolphins will try to win now with Russell Wilson 
And I think a good deal for the Seahawks would get Tua, the Dolphins' first-round pick, and Xavier Howard. I think that would be the perfect trade for the Seahawks. they get more out of that, it would be great, but I don't think they can get more out of Russ. And I think that would be a perfect trade for Russ. I think Russ would want to go there. Yeah, it would just be a, it would be a good trade for the Dolphins, too. They'd be in win-now mode. And I think they'd definitely have, to team, have the team to do that. They would use their second-round pick, draft a, draft a defender to replace Avon Howard. I think for both teams, they would like that trade. A, and moving on, going to the Super Bowl. It will be against the L.A. Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the entire team except the L.A. area... Once the Bengals win, I'm sorry, the entire world except the LA Rams wants the Bengals to win. The Bengals haven't won a Super Bowl in their in their entire history of the Bengals. I think that they can definitely do it. It really depends how their offensive line plays. If the offensive line plays well and plays well the entire game, they can 100% win. But the biggest problem would probably be that offensive line. Because if they can't handle the Rams' defensive line, which I don't think they'll do a good job of containing and stopping them from getting to Joe Burrow, then I think the Bengals have a good chance of losing. But if they can just break up, stop defensive line from getting through them, the Bengals can definitely win. And, I mean, if Jalen Ramsey locks up Jamar Chase, they can just go to T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, C.J. Uzama. They have so many weapons that they can use. I just need Zach Taylor to be aggressive, and they can definitely win. On the defensive side of the football, Matthew Stafford has been really hit or miss the entire season. But sometimes he can play on an elite level, but sometimes he can play like a bottom-five quarterback. I think that in the Super Bowl, he'll turn it up. First Super Bowl appearance for Matt, or for not Matt Ryan, uh, Matthew Stafford. I think he has the weapons to do it. I like the matchups the Bengals got on. The, uh, the Rams, they can put Mike Hilton as a slot corner on Cooper Cup, who is a slot receiver. Trey Flowers, who's done a great job in guarding tight ends. And uh, Logan w- or Logan Wilson, the linebacker on Tyler Higbee, who's had a very underrated and great season. And they can put Chidobie Woozy on Odell Beckham Jr. I think it'll be a great Super Bowl. It'll be definitely one for the ages. If Joe Burrow can win that Super Bowl, the Cincinnati will go wild. It will be so much fun if the Bengals can win a Super Bowl with Joe Burrow. He'll, he'll be a lock for comeback player of the year. That's all I've ha- that's all I've got. And I'm ready for to watch definitely a historical Super Bowl and probably the best one I'll see for possibly my entire life. That's all I got. That's it. And there you have it from SJ, the 11-year-old football analytic. Phenom right here on Hometown Radio. You can listen to him every night at 6 p.m. Hometown Radio, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown.
out the door. <laughs> 